Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Man, I am really excited this week because I get to announce some awesome new sponsors. Yay! Uh, number one is my friend and amazing photographer, Jay Williams. He is the genius behind Great White Oak Media. If you get that reference, you're awesome, by the way. <laughs> um, but Jay is just amazing. He's he actually, is. we've hired him to, to be the photographer at this event we've got coming up in April with Mitch. Um, at Perceptions, he's going to be there taking tons of awesome photos, and he does a lot of equestrian work, a lot of veterans work. I mean, he's, I have it written up on the website, but it, it is Jay's life experience yeah. that has really shown him the importance of, like, individual connections. And when yeah. you look at his work, you can see that this wasn't just a snapshot. Like, right. he connected with that person's soul before he clicked it. Yeah, right? it's, it is amazing. He, he does amazing, just candid shots, amazing posed shots right he has fabulous ideas you know it's and he's so funny and so relaxing to work with you're like cool right. i'll do whatever you say and it's going to turn out great because it does <laughs> and he he just organically draws out the best yeah it's just he's a fucking blast to work yeah. with and he's one of my favorite humans so check out the the podcast page on the website that's traviscrutch.com slash aap Scroll down, you can get the Jay stuff. Also, his stuff will be in the description of this episode, so you can check him out and hire him for your next event. We've also got a really cool new sponsor yes. that I am, I am like, over the moon about. <laughs> um, EPS, Electric Power Systems. When you, when you first hear about them, you go, oh, they make batteries. Yeah, no. Not even close <laughs> to what They make jets and shit, man. Yeah. Um, Very cool. I what I kind of like have attached them to in my head. They're like the Tesla of the skies. Ooh, that's good. Right? I like you, that. You guys can use that. That's right. Hashtag Tesla fee, of the though, sky. Because that's now copyrighted. <laughs> um, but that's that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They are they're building electric aircraft, dude. That's amazing. Pure electric aircraft. That's amazing. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> they've got a new one that's it's getting ready to literally and figuratively launch yeah. this year, and they're just really like on the cutting edge yeah. of like aviation technology and power systems and i mean they've got you know big name clients like boeing and all this stuff yeah. like it's not like they're not doing well but right. the, the innovative stuff they're working on is really cool um and i'm also excited to announce that soon i'm not going to give you any details yet because make you wait they're <laughs> actually going to be launching a podcast of their own welcome to the podcast family and i've got a little <laughs> inside scoop on it it's going to be freaking dope dude. yeah I've gotten some time to spend with both hosts, mm -hmm. and I've known one of them for a long time. Yeah. Uh, actually, a good friend of mine, Spencer Wright. And so I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be coming out soon. I'll keep you guys posted, and then when it does, I will start dropping the link for you guys to check it out because it, it promises to be a lot of fun. But you can check out more about EPS on the website again at traviscrutch.com slash AAP. Also, I'll drop their link. I built them a little link tree because they've got so much yeah, stuff. They're they all over social and LinkedIn right. and you name it. So get to all their stuff yeah, from, check it out. from that link. Um, as always, the show is also brought to you by TeamHopeLifters.com, where you can get your fitness and nutrition and your hopes lifted and keep your squats low with me. Hopes lifted. That's right. I rem it reminds me of that time I pulled that guy's socks up in this in Safeway. <laughs> His hopes were lifted. I lifted his socks, and That's you right. lift people's hopes, which right. is probably less invasive and more permanent and better lasting. Because right. <laughs> right. you know that guy went around the frozen peas, and that sock dropped right back down. But not working with Jess, your hopes will remain lifted That's as long right. as you remain engaged. That's right. Uh, it's Stick also brought me. to you by TravisCrutcher.com. Uh, what can I say? 
God, just, he's wildly handsome. He right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny that at all. In fact, I'll just agree. He's also an incredible speaker. It's true. When it comes to success coaches, I'm not sure there's a better one. It's true. So if you're interested in any of that stuff, you should go to TravisCrutcher.com <laughs> and check that out That's and right. hire him to do those Contact two him. things that he's good at and really enjoys doing. Um, so here's the deal. Today's show. We'll hear it. You guys will hear it as it opens. Yeah. Jess had no visibility on what we were going to talk no, about. No, I did not know at all. And so we'll go ahead, wherever you are, in the car, in the gym, in the stall, in the bathroom. Right. Wherever you are, I want you to throw everyone off by just giving Jess a round of applause. <laughs> because she reacted really well to the topic. And <laughs> did an you. excellent job, as always. It is, it is a heart point. Yeah. If you love people, this is a topic that it cannot not make you emotional and have something that you want to say that helps people. Right. <laughs> so I'm not even going to give it away unless you've read the description. You've got an idea. Maybe not. Um, cause it's kind of vague as well. I'm not going to give it away. I want you to hear it come out of my mouth and the genuine reaction so we can all experience that together. <laughs> uh, so without further, uh, and any less Do. on with the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All that I'm calling a big time audible here. Ooh. Big time to the <laughs> point that you in this very moment have no idea what we're going to talk Zero about. Zero ideas. <laughs> um, we were discussing some up some upcoming shows, some topics we wanted to You don't even know the title of this. No, I know right? nothing. Um, and I had a thought this morning and just some some swirl in my own world. Uh-huh. All right? Yeah. And it got me to thinking like I haven't addressed this. We haven't even touched on this type of topic really on the show. Mm. The title of the show, it's it's censored for SEO purposes. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but the title of this show is Knock It the Fuck Off. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm gonna get for real, for real on some shit today. Okay. And what I, so th- there's stuff in this moment you're finding out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> about what's been going on in my week. And it's like, it's enough and I'm fucking tired of it. And this isn't one of those, like, suck it up, bitch kind of conversations that I want to have, but it's like a real look at something that's just, it's just been ever-present in my life, Um, and that's suicide. Mm. So, again, this week, another another attempt by someone that I served with. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, man, it's like one a month right now in my world. Yeah. One a month of people that I served with are killing themselves. Yeah. And suicide is not a topic we've ever touched on. No. I am not a fucking therapist. No. Nope. I don't I don't pretend to be. I don't play one on television. Right. But what I can say is from from this particular angle, I'm a bit of an expert because I lived it. Yeah. And I lived through all the same shit these guys have. Yeah. And there's some things that probably set me apart that other guys that are not, you know, Killing themselves sets them apart. And I want to talk about that shit today. Okay. And no one's less than, no one's better than. That's not the no. whole, that's not the point of this at all. But I, before we get started, and I'll say it again at the end, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. Um, that's my prevailing theme for you guys. Yeah. You guys know me, you serve with me. I would say this to your face, knock it the fuck off. If we didn't serve together, 
and you're <laughs> contemplating this, yeah. knock it the fuck off. And this isn't a tough love talk. This is just being fucking real. Yeah. So let's talk about my side of it, what I know about it, and how I've seen it kind of manifest. Okay. Um, and I'll be specific to military because I can speak... Ex- as an expert on that, I won't touch on any other kind of trauma or any other shit. Although, right. like, the neural pathways are formed very much the same right. way. There are a lot of translatable things. I'm not going to sit here and compare apples and apples all day, okay? Right. But, so for, for us, there's a lot of weird shit that happens, right? Yeah. And we can do root cause analysis and all this and talk about what the actual thing is. Right. But you're, you're taken away from everything that is your reality. Yeah. Right? That's right. number one. And it's not for a short amount of time. We're talking, no. you know, months, year plus. Right. Over just, a year. Just looking down the barrel of that is enough to go, it's going to be too hard. I right. don't know if I can make it. Right. I mean, there's any anybody that's like knows, it, it's different than traveling. I'm going to go away for six weeks and I'm going to go to Europe and I'm going to backpack. Right. I mean, that's like you're going to encounter some difficult things. Sure, of course. But, but it is not the same thing as knowing that you're going to a place where... People want to do you harm. Right. You know you've been trained to, to reciprocate yeah. <laughs> and to protect yourselves and that you're there on a very specific mission. And to know that it's going to take that long. Right. I didn't deploy. I just got the news that I was going to be in the States by myself. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's overwhelming to be in that position. But it, it is almost unimaginable to know that I would be the one. Right, and so the scenario itself starts off with a lot of, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you, for for everyone, but more people, some more than others, even in that little bit of, like, oh, shit, which is a big amount of, oh, shit, but, you know, comparative yes. to what you're about to head to, right. it's a very small amount. Right. Just the news of that is enough to make some guys think about it. Yeah. Right? Because they're like, I got no way out of this. They don't want to be dishonorable. They don't want all this shit. So. Right. So that's the first place where it starts to creep in, right? right? But then if we look at the psychology behind time yeah. and reality, um, within 30 days, something becomes a habit, right? Right. It's within 90 days, it's your new reality. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about that, think about uh, you got pulled out of the States. Right. There's no more McDonald's. There's no more Starbucks. There's right. no more fucking Netflix. There's no more... There's no more couch. Right. There's no couches. <laughs> that's, what like, say. that's something that you don't see that shit on TV. There's no right. couches. There's no, there's no couch. chairs. There's right. no place to sit. Right. You're not really like going to your refrigerator to get a snack. Hell going to your no. pantry. You're right. not. You're not going to another room to go to bed. So you're you're not showering. <laughs> there's all those comfort things that go yeah. away, but within 90 days, like you live in. Right. That's where you live. Right. So like for me, I lived in Iraq. Yeah. Right. That was my home. That's where I lived. Right. I, I knew all the places. I knew all the people. I knew all the things. I knew how to get around. I lived there. Right. And so that's my new normal. Right. So if you fast forward, I don't want to fast forward too much because let's be real. Both my deployments were dodgy to yes. Iraq. Yeah. Right. Like they were not nice right. ones no. in Iraq. No. And they were long ones. Yeah. Um, and when, when you are exposed to lots of trauma, lots of violence, lots right. of loss of friends, you know, just... I'll tell you, I'll and, just be very open and honest. Like when you see someone's back get blown out, like right. literally their spine comes out of their body, right. you don't forget shit like that. No. no. And But it's Tuesday or it's Wednesday right. or it's Thursday and you got to do the next day. Right. You don't have time to process there all that. There is no processing You it. just keep on going because right. you have to survive and 
and as a place of leadership, whether it's just because you're friends with the other guys in sure. the section and you're, you know, taking on trying, some of the yeah. weight or you are actually in, you know, rank structure, sure. <laughs> leadership, that is so much to take on and you don't have time to stop. And see if everybody is, how are you right. dealing? And how are you dealing? And how are you dealing? How am I dealing? And, and, and that's then the thing. go on. In those times, if you are a leader, it's hard on everybody. But you, and the thing is, I'll say uniquely military is we all generally care about each other yes. more than ourselves. Yeah. And so you're the last one that you ask how you're feeling. Right. To the point where you might forget to ever ask yourself how you're feeling. Yeah. And so there is no processing the trauma. There's no processing the shit. It just doesn't happen. Right. And so on the backside of it. This is not a ding to the military. Okay, no, so don't take no. this the wrong way. But there's like, there's going to be all this counseling that you have to go through. Yeah. Bullshit. Because what happens, this is the truth. Like, yeah. I'm just being honest. Right. Is they give you a form that you fill out that right. we all fucking lie on so that we don't have to go see a shrink. Right. Well, because everybody, you get home and everybody wants to be home. Yeah. I don't like, want to go see my family. I don't do shit. Let us right. go on, you know, on our vacations. Let us be away for a little bit. So everybody tries to just real quickly get through it. Because if you say there's some kind of problem, now you're going to get held right. back. You, you're going to, you know, you are lined up with these appointments, which is what is, should be happening. But everybody's so anxious to try to get back to their old reality right. and then so there's the fallacy though right that's one of the biggest fatal flaws in the plan right and i i was one of them we all are like so you go no i just want to get back to normal right and what you do is you drop yourself back into what used to be normal right but that's not your normal anymore you that is not even you, where you fucking live right. you don't have the same feelings that that normal like had. normal people don't feel weird laying down without a loaded m4 next to them right normal people don't feel the need to reach and see if they can touch it. Right. That's not normal. Right. But that's but your world now. Exactly. I mean, there there are things that you do and patterns and routines and behaviors that you create because that's what keeps you alive. Right. That's what makes you actually be able to sleep while you're deployed. Exactly. You know, let you be able to eat and let you be, like, you know, all the normal functions. A warm and functions. fuzzy blanket on deployment is a whoopee and being surrounded by explosives and ammunition. Right. Because I know fucking game on right <laughs> come come try and right. wake me up right but then <laughs> like, you are literally you know it's like the claw machines when you're trying to get the the stuffed animal you are literally picked up from the states dropped, dropped in back and into then this you're reality. picked back up out of iraq or wherever you've been and dropped back into the and, united states and the problem is well there's a ton of problems but one of them <laughs> one of them that starts to grind on guys and gals really yeah. quickly when they get back is they try and inject themselves back into what they were what how they what role they filled right. in the home, yeah. in the family, whatever it is. Yeah. And so for me, it was husband and then dad. Right. But husband and dad has now changed. And he doesn't look like it. And he doesn't right. sound like it. But the way he responds to certain things right. is a lot different now. And it's yeah. not bad. It's not because he's fucking broken. No. It's because his brain's now been hardwired right. to hear certain things or certain sounds right. or even certain inflections in a voice. Yeah. And it takes him left to center. Right. And so what happens is now you're feeling like you don't belong in the family. You're making people right. upset when you're not trying to. And then here comes the thoughts of like the, the fucking biggest fallacy on the planet of they'd be better off without me. Right. Like, not hold the on. Case. <laughs> I need to pause there. Fuck you yeah. pussy. Right. No, they're not. I just need to say it the way I need to say it. You're so full of shit. You were like, you're so full of shit. Yeah. I'll come back around to that, but you are so full of shit. Yeah. No one is better off without you. No, no. And the reality is. And it could make me cry to say it. Everybody has been hanging on, right, the whole time, right. so you could get back together. Nobody, nobody was waiting 
in the hopes that this isn't going to work out now. Everybody's hanging on to what it used to be so that they can make it something wonderful for the future. And so, (laughs) but what you're left stuck with is the same notions of I'm lowest on the totem pole. I've got to put everyone's needs before me. And, and what's crazy is like my last deployment to Iraq was in 2007. Yeah. That fucking war is still killing my friends. Yeah. That deployment is still killing my friends. We've been home a long oh. fucking time. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. still killing them. And it's still, it's still. Because, because they don't they, ever address right. this bullshit. And it's so deep. It's so deep and it's on so many different levels. I think there's a lot of guilt. I think simple things. Right. When you, when you go to another country and you see how little people have and you see suffering that's happening and you, you, there's only so much, you know, one force of people can do. But let's use that as, a, as an example because... You know me. Yeah. If I see some child right. out somewhere who's got every name brand piece of everything on and they're acting like a little fucker, yeah. it hits, I mean, it puts me through the roof. Right. Because I will never forget my very first deployment, freezing fucking cold, yeah. right outside Samara. And it's raining and it's shitty and it's December. And I'm pulling security on a knee and I hear this little clink, clink, clink next to me. Mm-hmm. And I look over and it's a little Iraqi boy, couldn't have been older than seven. He's wearing a little rain jacket and red galoshes, shivering, holding a tray of tea. Yeah. And I was like, this little boy's got nothing. Right. There's gunfire and explosions going off. And all he wants to do is come give me something. Right. Trying to offer you So when I see these kids in the States (laughs) whining about not getting the new PS5, like, you little shit. And that that bothers me. And it's something that shouldn't make me, like, (laughs) hit a 12 out of 10, but it does. But it does. And I think... The other, with with that, where it's like you see it in other places, I think you you feel it too. That there right. are some nights where it's like you snuggle down in your safe house with the doors locked and the windows are closed and your AC is running or whatever, right. and you're in your bed and it's like this, you know, just a wave of like there are people that don't have this. Right. Do I deserve this? Do I have I earned this? And that, have I you know and, that notion bleeds into your entire existence now right. because you're back into this world right. that's nerf as fuck. Everything's easy. Right. You know, I remember talking to my interpreters about the fact that you could drink the water in our toilets, that right. it's the same water that comes out of the tap and they, right. it blew their fucking minds. Yeah. They couldn't even fathom that right. or that there's something called a convenience store that's open 24 hours a day where right. you could get food. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Or that we have power all right. the time. You blew can turn lights on in your house anytime. And so even, even the notion of, there's a weird sense of non-deserving yeah. when you've lived in it. The other thing that creeps in, and I see this one a lot, and I've fallen victim to it quite a bit, is survivor's guilt. Yeah. Right? Um, because, you know, these were your brothers. Yeah. These were your best friends. Right. These were the only, like, legitimately, I was having a conversation with a client who's military this week and talking about how, like, he misses the squad, right? Yeah. And it's because it's not, doesn't, you know, your family's no less than, they're no right. less important to you, but these are people who didn't know you from Adam. Right. And we all agreed to to fight and die for each other. Right. Like, that's some big shit. Yes, and, it is. And these are people that, with, with no question, you know you can trust with right. your life. And so when you lose that, it's like, oh, shit, that's gone. And then you've watched your brothers die. Right. And it's like, well, what, what made, you know, for years, I've talked about on the show before, yeah. for years... The death of Garcia kicked my ass. Yeah. Every year that anniversary would roll around. It was a very violent week during that deployment, so he wasn't the only loss, but he was the last one yeah. in, in that run of them. And it was like, it just fucked me up because he was such a great guy. Yeah. And it's like, why did I make it? 
and not him? Yeah. Why, why not anyone else? And when you start getting in that why me mindset when yeah. it comes to surviving, you're in a lot of fucking trouble. Right. And I'll, I'll tell you why, okay? <laughs> and this is going to sound woo-woo as fuck, and I don't care. <laughs> the why is, that's not why you're here. Right. You are here to do something. You right. are here to make an impact on this planet, whether it's large or small or whatever. Even if it's just your kids knowing that you, they are fucking loved, yeah. you're here to do something. Right. And you haven't done it yet, Sam Beckett, so your ass ain't ready to <laughs> leap out of here. Right. So don't don't say, why me? And they deserved it more. And then suck start your fucking 45. Right. Stay in the fucking fight, right. man. You don't, you don't get to make that decision, so stop making that decision. And look... To you guys out there going, you can't just say suck it up. Well, you're right. I can't. But <laughs> fuck you, yeah, I can. And here's why. I'm not saying this from a perspective of someone who's not been there. Right. You've seen me have these thoughts. You've yes. seen me get on the edge, dude. Yeah. Like, it might happen tonight. But yeah. it was those whys yeah. that kept me from doing the, right. the thing you can't undo. Right. Right. And that that's the thing is you're, you're choosing a permanent solution to maybe something that you can... You can ease the pain if you will. If you will, face it. Right. Look at some of this stuff. Reach out to people that have a similar understanding, and start talking through some of it. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna be yeah. ugly. Yeah. It's gonna be scary. You're gonna have to be really vulnerable. But the light at the end of the tunnel is so much brighter when you start to crack the door open. And you know, as it pertains to survivors' guilt, one more thing I'll say about that is, like. And this is going to sound really pointed and I'm okay with it because I, I pointed this at me one day and it changed my perspective on the yeah. entire thing. Every year I get down about Garcia every year. It would, it would zap like two days of my life. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. Oh, we're going to booze this out of existence. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want to feel right. And then I realized like, hold on, like I'm not spending quality time with you. I'm not spending quality time with the kids. I'm being self-absorbed and trying to numb myself from the pain of one of the greatest gifts anyone could give me. He died for my fucking freedom. Yeah. Like, what kind of piece of shit right. am I to sit here and sully that sacrifice by not living the best possible life that I can? Right. Well, and, and it turns into this double-edged sword because then you feel bad right. about feeling bad. So <laughs> and, don't and do so, that. Right. And so, but you know, and I think that's part of the reason that, you know, kind of in the rest of the civilian world where if you have a funeral to go to a lot of times now they're they're talking about it's a celebration of life right because really that's what people how people want to be remembered and sure and so if you're here to remember the people celebrate yes. the people celebrate the all of the good you stuff know, that happened. i mean we for for those of us who were in leadership and everything else in the military and then we're on the back side of service now when memorial day comes up man you know my boy Brett Blaylock, every yeah. year he and I kind of hit social at the same time. Like, all right, guys, like yeah. it's coming. Right. Just don't lose your shit. Everybody because stay that's together. the time of yeah. year where everyone's having barbecues and we're sitting at home thinking about why do I deserve to live? Right. And so there's there's all these little weird triggers. And here's the thing, and I'm, I'll broaden it out a little bit. Suicide in general has its roots in all the same emotions, right? right. Hopeless, helplessness, and worthlessness. Right. Those three combine, and you're in a fucking shitty spot. Yeah. But, like, I'm telling you, like you just said a second ago, fucking reach out. Yeah. Reach out. The, I, here's the deal. You're not the only one. Yeah. You're not, you're not the only one that has these feelings, that has these thoughts, that, you know, 
that is are struggling to get themselves out of bed or right. struggling to keep a job or struggling to not do, you know, not pick up alcohol, not just disappear for days at a time. You're not the only one that's having a hard time. And the fact that you're still here and the fact that you woke up this morning, maybe your phone call to somebody else is going to what saves them that day. And I'll, I'll tell you what's stopping them. And it's so counterintuitive because you're sitting here going, I'm hopeless, helpless, and worthless. Right. What's well, your bullshit ego stopping right. you from talking to somebody? You know, for veterans, we're the worst. I'll yeah. be straight up about that because we're like, man, fuck, you don't know what I've been through. Right. Nope. But they probably understand the exact same emotions and feelings. Yeah. Empathy's a motherfucker like that. <laughs> right. It doesn't have to be someone from the same walk. I mean, I can tell you just the clients I work with. Right. Like, you, you've seen the... Right. The vast variety of yes. clients that I have. Yes. Entrepreneurs from all different walks of life, right. coaches, you name it, and it, content creators. And it's like, right. we're from all over. Right. We've done all different things. But when it comes to a goal or a hurt or a hang up, right. I can empathize with that. Yes. That's that, the cool thing about right. being human. Right. That's the thing is that a broken heart feels like a broken heart. Sure. Regardless how it got there. Sure. Um, and the last thing I want to say, and this is, this is a personal challenge. Okay, and I, I don't want to make this one like a you know an hour long because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get hit up with the damn it crutcher anyway. But a personal challenge is to you know like first of all check your ego, all right. that good stuff. Right. But just I don't. I mean, I don't want to say it too aggro. <laughs> is there another way? <laughs> Probably not. Um, but it's this whole like notion of like. You know, in the in the veteran community, it's the, always talking about, like, I got your six and all yeah. this stuff. And it's like, when, when we're talking about that, walk that shit out, okay? Like, I know some killers, right? Josh yeah. Apel, you know, some, some real killers who, like, they've been there and they've done the deed. Right. Man, I remember before Combat Crochet existed, right? Yeah. I remember Josh <laughs> Apel with his tick marks on his helmet. Right. Like, he's a real savage. Right. Um, he's one that means And he it. struggled. He's I'm, very open right. about his struggle. And he found... The other personal challenge I want to... So, like, if you say it, mean it, right? Right, right. And if you're one of those guys that espouses it, well, you can't get anyone six if you kill yourself. Right. Okay? The other thing I want to say is this. We've talked about it on the last couple of shows. It's been a, a prevailing theme in the podcast since day one, I think. But, like, when you're sitting there contemplating these thoughts, I want you to draw back to the idea of legacy. Yeah. Because all your hurt all your pain, all your trauma that you went through to right. come to this moment in time where you're like, I want to fucking end it. It's worthless right. if you do. Right. No one can learn from your struggles. You didn't learn from your struggles. You, you cannot leave a lasting legacy of a profoundly positive impact by right. doing this. Right. You're, you are teaching someone, whether it's your children, your right. friends, other, your sister, your brother, how to deal with really hard stuff. That there's not a way to deal with it. Right. And that's just not the case. And you, you'll never get there by being, you know, having a bullshit ego and trying to, to fake it till you make it, man. This yeah. is not one. When you're, when you're having thoughts like that, there's no like, I'm fine. Bullshit. Right. Open your mouth. Right. Say something. Right. And I think, and if, I mean, for, for me, for me to just say, you know, one thing <laughs> is as the spouse of or... You know, if you're the parent of, a child of, right. you know, best friend, sister, brother of, be patient, be willing, be available, ask the questions that you don't necessarily want right. to ask or that you don't think, that you think might offend yeah. who you're talking to. 
because sometimes it is just cracking that door open enough to know that you're interested, that you're there, that you can recognize in their face that something is off. Right. And just letting that person know, like, I'm available. Exactly. Whenever you're ready, I'm here, and it's because I love you and because there is hope and because you are worth it. So as long as it takes, as much as it takes. And that's important, as long and as much, because, like, for everyone right. involved, if you're the person there to listen and help, if you're the person going through the, the struggle, right. this isn't one conversation. No. This isn't like, hey, I'm not feeling great. And you go, it'll be okay. And I go, oh, fuck, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> right. There is, and, and I, there's we're not speaking a Benadryl. from experience. Right, exactly. Because it's like you said, your last appointment was in 2007. Right. We still talk about specific moments, yep. specific days, specific swaths and, of time. And that's another thing to and, understand when it comes to trauma, guys. Like, you, you have watched me tell the same yeah. stories... But with greater and greater detail to the right. point now where you're like, oh my God. Right. That was something you glossed over 10 years ago. Right. But that was a holy shit kind of day. Right. And and when it hits you in that traumatic thing and your brain has to do what it does to survive and it goes, fuck it, I'll deal with it later. Most of the details are buried. Right. Until you work it and process exactly. it and grow through it a little bit. Then it comes. There were, we were talking about Haifa Street the other day. Yeah. And I've talked about Haifa Street a million times. Yeah, I, the thing is, is I, and I've asked you to tell the story. Right. about You know, I've, I've had you tell my parents. I've had right. you tell friends. You've had friends of friends ask you to tell the story. You know, our kids ask you to tell stories about being deployed all and the time. And I said that story a couple of weeks ago when we were talking. And it was like more detail than yeah. you'd ever heard. And it was a whole new understanding yeah. of that time frame for you. It surprised you too, though. Yeah, it oh, surprised yeah. you time. that it all came out. Because you... It was, and it's something that I have never heard you say, that you, you were scared. Right. In the moment, right. you were scared. And it was like, oh, wow, we're, we're about to, you know, break through some barrier right. that's been there. And this has been years. It's oh, yeah. been years. And, it, and I, I don't think we have ever shied away from talking about never, it. No. I don't, you know, there are certain things that you don't really want to talk about. Right. And that's okay with me. I think that's the other thing as like, you know, the family member or supporter of of someone is to say it's fine you can share as much or as, or as little, little as you want exactly and, and i'm still here and i and i don't have anything to base it off of because i wasn't with and you. for the one sharing you know ha having been in that side of things like don't hide your hand right you know they can't they right. can't help you bet on the next round if they don't know what you're holding right so exactly i and that is really true i nobody can help you if they don't know right. what's happening you can't just go i went through some shit right because everyone goes yeah me too you know, because everyone has. But to everybody that's a supporter, if they say that, you just say, I know. That's why this and works, I, And right? I love you, and I'm so proud of you. Because you can be the kind gentle one right, but, who and... supported me through some of this stuff, <laughs> and I can be like, quit being a coward. <laughs> right. But that's the thing is, there, it, it, takes, it takes both sides. Sure. You have, to have, you have to have the tough love, and you have to have the squishy love. <laughs> you know, right. you, you have to have all of it, because there are, there are different times where, you know... You just need to say it, and, and you need me to go, man, that sucks. Exactly. I don't know how you yep. did that. And then we go to the grocery store. And, yep. You know what I mean? You, you, we go on. And then there are some times where we sit on the couch, and it's like, oh, my gosh. What, you know, how could you even. And sometimes I just tell you, and we both just sit there and process it and don't say a word. Yeah, yeah. You know? and that's okay, too. Yep. I'm, you know, the silence can be deafening, because and that's Because anything right. that gets someone, this is for anybody, not yep. just veterans, not people who've just seen war, but anyone who's gone through some trauma, like, right. you, probably, you probably do have some shit that once you let it out, the other person is going to have to, it's going to take them a minute to process that yes. that even happened to you. Right. And so this isn't a race, man. Right. It's not a race to healing. It's, 
and and here's the other thing look I'm, I'm gonna help you guys out with something okay and this is true you can fact check me i live it every fucking day <laughs> it never goes away no it never goes away no the weird spidey sense the uh, like some of the trust stuff it never goes away all the way right my last challenge and the last thing I'll say, and I promise I'll shut up, is all that stuff, all these little survival techniques that you've, you know, inculcated into like the very fiber of your being, like yeah. how you think, how you feel, how you react, all that stuff you've got in you, take it and reframe it, harness it and use it yeah. as a tool to propel you forward rather than the thing that's fucking dragging you down. Right. That makes you feel like you have to lock the doors and stay inside. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think as a supporter, you have to be open to that. You have to be able to have the conversation where you say to me, big crowds freak me out sometimes. Yeah. And if I start to get whatever look or if I say whatever word to you, I need you to step up, round up the kids if we've got them. I need you to do right. whatever because I my insides are freaking yeah. out and I can't. And the, the thing is that you have to be patient with each other. You have to, you have to be understanding because I don't know what it feels like. But it like. takes time too, right? right? It takes it, a lot of when practice. When I say it doesn't ever go away, it doesn't mean it never gets better. No. I'll use the crowd thing for an example. Yeah. We knew we fucked up two <laughs> seconds after we got to Pike's Place Market in Seattle. Right. Because that shit was Market Street, yeah. man. Yeah. And I was like, this is bad. This is bad. We got to get out of here. Right. Same little alleyways, same little alcove. Yeah, no. lots of people swirling around. Things at, people are at hollering. At the end of that deployment, like, I couldn't chill in Walmart. Yeah. Couldn't even hang out in Walmart. Yeah. Too busy. Too many right. Too many people to watch. Right. And over time, it's gotten much better. Yes. We go to amusement parks, exactly. and it's not a big deal. Exactly. But you still have moments. A limit where it's like, okay. Right. I mean, hit. right. <laughs> and, you know, like, recently, and I totally dropped the ball because I was not paying attention I was not in tune at all to what you were saying to me. And it was like we had gone out. It was around the holidays and there were a ton of people and everybody, you know, we had the kids with us and everybody's really excited and I'm really excited and we're all just kind of this, you know, gyrating crazy wad of energy amongst this huge mass of people that is also, and, and you were like, this isn't working. I have to step away. Yeah. And and you, but you had been giving me signals along the way, and I had not picked up on them. Right. And so, but, but this is true. <laughs> and so, but the good thing about it was that it gave us the chance to go. Okay, we need like a clear signal. No, like yeah, and it you did, know, it didn't turn into an argument. No, it wasn't a big I was, deal. I was at a twelve. Right. And I was like, I gotta walk away. We get to the car. I'm like, hey. And you're like, yep, I got it. And it was it was done. Right. And it was, it was fine. It was not a big deal. But but those things have to happen, and right. you you can't get your back up about it. Either sure. either side, you have to work through it and go. Okay, we're gonna have a, a word. We're right. gonna we're gonna say hippopotamus. Nah, make it easier. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and then we know it, there's not any confusion about what's happening. Right. And I think that is so often what happens when there is a big something that needs to be talked about. Is everybody starts to get worried about what signal they're sending and right. what message it sends and should I say something? Should I not say something? Say something. Say something. Say yep. something. Yep. I like it. I'll let you steal it there. <laughs> but you know, I, we, I don't often use the show for no. anything short of like a very holistic message or right. stuff that we know our clients are dealing with or just stuff in the, in the world that, but man, this has just been such a motherfucker yeah. over the last the year's been bad. Yeah. The last thirteen months have been a shit show. Yeah. And I'm fucking tired of it. Yeah. And so Because it's too sad. It's, it's enough. It's fellas. too sad. It's, it's enough. too hard. You guys are too important. You have too much to share. Right. You have too and much this, this to goes give. For everyone though. Yes. For all, everyone. All the all people. Look, all people. 
a pandemic didn't help. <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Being stuck inside Being didn't stuck. help. It's been rough. I get it. It sucks. But And if you know about like your about brain chemistry and about memories even, your memories actually change the longer you right. held on to them. Right. And so a lot of the stuff one of the, I know I, I'm dragging it out and I'm sorry, but I have to hit this because I think it's really important. Is there are a lot of what ifs right. that happen when you're when you're home and you're looking back, well what if I hadn't made this decision? What if we had been on this side of the city? What if, right. what if, what if? All those things you just have to decide that in the moment you made the best decision with the information that you had. Right. And of course you were. Your life depended on it. You were making the very best decision that you could make in that moment. Sure. So stop going what if, because what happened, happened. Right. And you have to be able to go on. And that, you know, I, I know a lot of the things you're speaking about, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> I've had a lot of what ifs from my time deployed. But you're right. And there's certain things. You don't get to take it back. Bullets are one way directional. Uh, <laughs> so are explosions most of right. the time. You set them up, right? So you can't take it back. No. But here's, you know... But you're alive. Let's fucking keep it that way. Right. Let's fucking keep it that way. Exactly. Anything else to add before we wrap this one up? All right. So it is what it is. Yeah. Knock it off. The world needs you. Knock it off. And yeah, I'm just going to shut up. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. That was the show. That was the show. Good job, honey. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Truly good job. It is a (laughs) big... It's a big topic to just drop on somebody. It is a big topic to have swirling around in your brain and happening in your life. So I am proud of you for being brave enough, bold enough to bring it up. And and both fortunately and unfortunately, we've got a lot of experience in this. And so we we can talk about it from an informed perspective rather than just making shit up. (laughs) Right. And I think, you know, last thing I'll say about it, that's that's what fucks veterans a lot. Yeah. Is we go, oh, you don't understand. Yeah. I do understand. And yeah. you, you can make it, dude. Yep. You all can make it. Yep. Um, do that, whichever one you subscribe to. <laughs> Maybe it's changed since you got out. I don't know. Do you, boo. Anyway, <laughs> but t- continue to live to be able yes. to do you, boo. Yeah, continue to live. So, heavy topic. Um, you know, not as many laughs or bells or whistles, but it had to be done. So, we yeah. hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.